welcome. Here we go. Welcome, Ready to do welcome, it? welcome. Here is... Hello, everyone. Episode four. Hey, what's up? This is I'm Going to Do Something I Swear. This is the podcast where you follow me, Tyler Zadi, as I try to become a legitimized stand-up comedian or comedian at all or just try to make you guys laugh in general. I have my wife with me as usual. Hey, babe. Hello, hello. This is Boopus Day. Boopus Day. You can catch her at twitch.tv slash B-O-O-P-I-S-D-A-Y. Go check her out. Go follow her. It helps. Go watch her videos and join us. I, I, I'm on there sometimes on Fridays. We do some games together. And uh, other days she's just streaming on her own. But go check her out. It's really fun. We have a lot of fun doing that. Um, also, the music you hear in the beginning is from Lucas Duke James. My boy, my brother. He blessed us with the intro and the outro. That is his song, uh, San Jose. He actually just filmed a new um, music video recently. It'll be coming out, I think, in September, along with a new album. I'll have more information on that. That's a gonna new drop. Album? Hell yeah, my you boy didn't Duke dropping an album. That? Fuck yeah! Finally, oh, I need some new. I need I'm some excited. new. He sends because because I'm I'm his good friend. He sends me videos all the time of what they're working on. And that shit sounds good. Well, you guys played together. I for cannot years. wait. Yeah, but he's got it all dialed in now. Oh, I know. He's but doing you his guys thing. Are musical and, partners. Oh, you yeah, got this fuck, whole vibe between you two. Shout you out guys. to my boy Duke. So in September that'll be happening. Hopefully around that time we'll have him on the show. We'll start having guests and stuff. I'd like for him to be maybe one of my first ones. That'd be Ooh. sick. I think that'd be cool. Um. Does that mean Luke the Duke's coming out to Wisconsin? Nah, we're gonna have to do that via Bruh. via like uh, what you call it? What Skype? via skype or something that? the podcast is doing good dude we're getting listens every day we're getting followers every day we're getting people you know writing us stuff and commenting and Ooh. we're getting traction uh, i checked out the analytics which breaks down this podcast and what it does and tells me how many views a day all that stuff and uh it's pretty cool because it showed me that we actually got some listeners out in the UK, which means we didn't only reach the US, US we reached the UK actually, which is dope in a lot of states, in a lot of states here in the country domestically. Um, a lot of Spotify listeners, a lot of Apple listeners. Annie Joneses from Wales. 67% male, 26% female, and we even got some non binaries in there. 6% of you guys, thank you guys for showing up. We appreciate you too. Um, I'm pumped, dude. It's reaching hell of people. If you are that like one UK listener, Dude, retweet this, share it. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Spread us over the UK. I'm I trying like to UK. get some Joneses from Wales to hit me up. There you go. That's my Mamji's people. Joneses? Mm-hmm. All right. That's her Joneses maiden name. Joneses, if you're out there in the Mam-gi. UK. Mamji. Um, Yeah, dude. This is sick. I'm pumped. This is excited. I'm excited about this. We're getting this shit going. Next week on Wednesday is the 24th. I'm signing up for my first time for an open mic. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go to this open mic. Hopefully I get called to get on, which would be great. I'm going to I'm gonna go up there. I got some stuff written out. I think I have enough material and time to go and do this. Uh, hopefully I get up there. And whether it goes well or it doesn't go well, it doesn't matter. Boop should be there with me. Oh, I'll be there. And... Uh, I'll, maybe I'll try to get you to like record it. Or you know what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to for sure put my phone down with the voice recorder. Okay. <laughs> do that. Because, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to um, do that with every every set to gauge reactions, take notes, blah, blah, blah. But hopefully I could do it this, this next Wednesday. And then when I come back, I'm going to do the podcast right after because I'll be like, I think my heart will be pumping we still. We are hoping I, to do it that night. Yeah. Because yeah. this is Wednesday right now. We're re- our, our, our schedule is we record Wednesday, we release Monday. And it gives me time in between to come up with stuff for you guys, topics, things that I'm, I'm encountering during the week. 
It also gives me time to go do an open mic or two and come back with some better information and uh, some more content for you guys. The idea here is every episode, I'm trying to give you guys a little bit more, um, a little bit more content and a little bit more to listen to. I'm gonna try to stop ranting so much about life shit. And I'm gonna try to give you guys some more comedy content. I mean, like that yeah. Dreamhouse show we've been we've been watching with uh, Tasty from Orange Is the New Black. Yeah. What do you think of that show? I like it. I like. It's ta- kind of okay. Right? I like Tasty. I think that the I like idea tasty. that I don't know remodeling a house in 12 hours just seems a little insane. Yeah. The the paint. Oh, that's the whole the, thing is 12 hours. Jesus Christ! I don't even pay what? attention to the fucking show. The paint is what? Yeah. I mean, you're so like, don't breathe. Put on this really mask. Though, <laughs> you know what that's I mean? what I'm thinking. Leave your kids outside. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> it's gnarly. Um, that show's pretty cool, but also it's like it's when I'm watching it, I get kind of that like pimp my ride vibe, where it's like they're doing shit to the house. You're like, oh, cool, but it's not practical and you don't want it. You know what I mean? Like that's not cool. There's a, a couple of shows, I can't remember what they are, where they redo the house, but one, like, there's one specific one where the woman walks in, she's like, what the fuck did you do to my house? Oh, no. It yeah. was Chris Pratt, the organization No, 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 no. This is well well before, like, another oh. show. Like, they redid the whole house, like, remodeled it, and she was like, what the fuck did you do to my house? That I thought it was pretty funny. That made me laugh, though, the Chris Pratt thing. Yeah. Because he's an outdoorsman. He wants to go hunting. He has all this camping gear. Yeah. And these organizational ladies come in from L.A., and they're like, we're going to organize your garage. Yeah. And they're so gung-ho. And by the end of it, it is one whole wall where his yeah. all of his stuff is at the very top shelf where you cannot grab it. Yes. There's no way to get up there. <laughs> and then on top the of that, man. it is all labeled in clear containers that say outdoor, outdoor, <laughs> outdoor, outdoor, no, outdoor. Let's outdoor. be clear. Chris Pratt is a very, very like down-to-earth. He hunts. He's very outdoorsy. He has a lot of gear. He goes with like some of the top dogs to go hunting and shit like that. See, I don't know. Oh, he goes but with he Rogan has a and lot stuff. Of gear, he goes with and Rogan and like Ranella and all them guys. They so didn't... they didn't do shit. What they did was they took all of his like pristine ass hunting gear and they yeah. fucking threw it in boxes. These oh, stupid yeah. chicks. Bins. And they were like outdoors because they don't know what any of this is. They did not. They fucked this shit up. They and made Chris him. Pratt, a... I, I encourage you. To, I'm sorry. I encourage you to watch the episode. But Chris Pratt's looking at the shit. And he's just like, oh, this is great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. so much. And as his wife is kind of, you can kind of tell. I think she looked like she was just like, well, I'm probably going to have to redo this. But that might have been just my perception. Yeah. No. And then my favorite part was the workbench that they made for him. Special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I don't know, two and a half. Stupid. It's like two, a Two and a half, bench. three feet. Yeah. Oh, I can <laughs> put my foot up on here while I tie yeah. my shoes. Thank you. What could you, you possibly do That's on wonderful. that tiny work? So. Okay. You ready? We weren't paused. Great. Next thing. Here we are. We're feeding our children to the metaverse, people. What? It's happening. Our children are... I, I, it's, I'm not it's, hap- it's more evident now than it's ever been. And I didn't realize it for the longest time. But everything is... Everything has changed. We are in the cereal aisle the other day, picking out cereal, you know? And I was picking out a cereal specifically for Arlo. And right. when I do that, usually I check the things on the top. He doesn't care about the prizes and stuff too much. He likes them. They're cool. But sometimes I try to get one that's like up his alley. There's a Minecraft one. I'm like, oh, sick, I'll grab this one. And I realized after I grabbed it that everything now on the cereal boxes is all scanned. Your parent's phone has to scan this QR code, and then it takes you to a thing, and you have to sign up, and like hopefully you win. Does it say your parent's phone, or do they just they assume just scan me. that it's the just child a sc- I don't know. has a phone? I didn't read the box because it's bullshit. Because you used to be able to go into a store and get your favorite fucking cereal. 
And when you got to the bottom of it, there was a sick-ass toy, or at least a sticker, or a comic book, or something. It was there already. You could dig to the bottom of it and grab it right away. But you can't do that anymore. And you soap scan a was fucking... once a nickel. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I know I know. I sound old, but I'm going to give you another example before I, before I forget it completely. What was my... Uh... Oh, that's not good. Serial right, box scams. Scanning QR codes. Oh, I fucking got it. Legos. Legos. Right. We got yeah. we've been getting him Lego sets, right? Every now and then. And instead of having a regular pamphlet in there with step-by-step instructions, this fucking Lego box, which is 10 inches by 3 inches by 5 inches. It's a tiny little box. It's like 35 or 40 fucking dollars. And then you have to scan the thing in there. And then on the phone, it gives you instructions, right? And it's just constant nonstop shit. Everything is like streaming now. There's no just, nobody hardly has direct cable anymore. Or, and not only that, but with the coronavirus and all that stuff, kids got forced inside, you know? And it's hard to get kids to go out and do things when you were scared at one point for almost a year or two to take them to the park. Like, should I put a mask on my kid to take them out to the park and go play? Well, not you know only I mean? that, but we conditioned them for an entire year that you should be afraid to go outside. Don't mm-hmm. go outside. Make sure you have your mask on. You could die. Yeah. And no, we were all, everybody was scared. Some more scared than others. Some people, you know, thought it was completely fake from the beginning. Some people thought it was completely real. Some people were right in the middle. And either way, you were thinking about it all the time. And you were scared for your children. That was all. That's what it was. And more and more and more people decided, you know, oh, the fucking, you know, play some more video games. I'll get them this. They were doing homework on their computer. They were doing virtual learning. And then, you know, the Oculuses were selling like mad. We got one during that Christmas time. I'm not going to lie. The Oculus Quest 2 is phenomenal. Besides the fact that it took a shit on me and I have to send it back so they can send me a new one. Other than that, it's phenomenal. I play poker in that shit. You put the headset on. I don't know if you guys have ever tried the Quest, the Oculus Quest 2, but you need to. It's 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 very immersive. It's very fun. I, you could play poker. You could play with people from around the world. You sit down at a table. You could pull a cigarette out. You, like, tap your little watch thing, and, like, it, it looks like your hands. Your hands move around and shit. And you could tap your little watch thing. You could pull out a cigarette, and you could pretend smoke it, and then you could pass it across the table to my friend, and they could pick it up. And they're from the U.K. or from China or wherever. We're all talking. When it comes to you, you actually have to grab your chips and throw them in, and you have to like lay down your cards, and it's it's really really cool and really immersive. You could also go to Italy, and they have a 360 VR thing there, and it and you're standing there, and there's like vendors next to you and and tourists, and it legitimately feels like you're actually there. You feel vulnerable. Like you're walking around. Yes, you feel like the guy next to you could see you and hear you, and it's like. You don't want to act weird because he's right there. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's very, very immersive. It's enough that it makes you feel there. You know, it's not completely there yet, but we're on our way. Like this is this is the pong of VR. I think so. It's gonna be. It's gonna be undetectable what's real and what's not eventually. This is just the beginning. You can already see like the Unreal Engine stuff when they like they did the Keanu Reeves thing and the Tom Cruise thing. If I. I, I if you haven't seen that, go look that up on YouTube. But it's it's like it's deep fakes, you know, and I don't they know. look exactly like them. You can make like somebody like after I do a thousand episodes of this, I'll have so many words and so much of my voice out there 
that they could take it and compile it and make any kind of sentence they want. And then they could take my face because of all the images are out there and they can make me do and say anything I want on film. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, you're pretty sure that's fucking me. It looks Big like, brother stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. It's crazy. But you know, um, I embrace the metaverse and I also hate it. The old man in me hates it. The old man in me just wants to keep things simple and keep things normal and keep things how they used to be. But I also see the benefit of it. I had a good stretch in the NFT space. I was purchasing stuff and selling stuff and I made some good sales. I bought stuff for under $100 and I sold it for over $1,500, mm-hmm. you know, in a matter of hours. I mean, it's possible. People are making dreams come true, but it's it's scary. Is that the way we're completely heading? Are we all, are all of our assets, are all of our heirlooms, are all of our prized possessions going to be digital one at one point, you know? Is it... Well, you and I have kind of talked about this. That's yeah. why there's nothing left behind of any of the other civilizations. Mm. I think it's, you know. That's a thing. People, I don't know if it was always something similar to the internet or anything like that, but, you know, everything became not carved into rocks. It was yeah. Um, finite. Yeah. Something that would disappear over time or dissolve. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like we were and saying whatever evidence of other civilizations or people that used to be here, may it be the Egyptians, the Mm -hmm. Mayans, people who obviously had intelligent, amazing discoveries, things that they were capable of doing that we were not for many, many years Mm -hmm. after. They obviously weren't able to pass that down. Perhaps Mm -hmm. they had some other way of conveying their information. And how like, how almost frustrating is that, that, it's more than likely several times on the earth. This is how I feel. You can feel any way you want to about it. But several times in the earth's history, we had advanced civilizations mm. and some sort of cataclysmic event took out those civilizations. Mm-hmm. And there was just barely enough left to let us know that there was something there. And we don't know shit about it because we still don't understand no, the, the stuff that they taught you about the Egyptians. Is, it's so fucking wrong. It, you know, I encourage people to look into it on your own, but there's a lot of stuff out there and, it's more than likely that several of, these, several of these events happen. And each time it just resets, resets our progress. And there's only so many people left. And there's only, only so much information left. Especially if it were to happen today, if something hit us and it wiped out, a, you know, 95% of human, human existence on the planet or whatever, or, 90, or whatever the fuck it might be. Mm-hmm. All of our digital information... All of the books that have are just paper, everything will evaporate. Everything will be gone. All the progress we made will be gone. Nobody will know anything. There's hardly shit etched in stone. All we etched in stone anymore are gravestones, yeah. memorial sites. You'll just know who died there. You know what I mean? It might have some information, but, I mean, there's hardly shit ever. So I'm going to encourage everybody right now to journal in stone tablet <laughs> Shut up. nightly. Go nightly. Get a, go get a flat rock. Good or like a – what do you what do you use – for like when you're like cutting marble and stuff and you're making counters, go get some of that shit. Go Diamonds. get one of those. No, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Diamond cutter or something. Diamond cutter. Get an engraving pen. Start writing down, write journaling. Just be like, today, August, whatever the fuck, 2022. Yeah, just rock slabs by your bed. I had some milk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just write whatever, whatever, no. But um, I don't know, man. The metaverse thing and, and, and NFTs, I'm still holding some. Um, if anybody knows anything about this shit, I, I'm holding some uh, corkli- Corklings from Corky's. They're a big, big company. They hit like uh, the Corky's hit three ETH Ethereum, 
when it was like 30 something hundred you know so it was it was big it was a good one I'm holding for stoner aliens. I'm hoping for baby meow. There's, there's some cool stuff out there. I like baby meow. I love them. They're cool. You can send them in and they mutate them and send them back to you. It's a lot of fun. An NFT, if you're not sure about what that is, it's basically, it's a restricted product. It's a digital picture that they only make so many of. And they, they try to create as much hype as they can. And so they sell them all on one day. And you buy them at the cheapest price possible. And depending on the demand, that price goes up immediately. They call it the floor price. And when the floor price gets nice and high and you get a pump, you try to sell that shit and make some money. Or you hang on for the long run because you like what the project is doing. They're going to make merch or they're going to make it so you could earn their own coin and then you can cash it in for Ethereum, which then you can cash out for cash, which is what the Bored Apes did. They, they, they dropped that ape coin and they fucking made a ton of money because they did the liquidity pool right. It's, it's a really cool thing you can do. You can have fun in the space. You can make money in the space. You could live in the space. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. But... It's only going to get more involved. I am s nervous about how much time and energy we're putting into a digital place that will not exist when the next thing hits. But people are making an argument for that as well. If everybody is in there and all of your assets are now in there, you could be like, yeah, this is my digital land in my home. Come and check it out with your avatar. And you go in and you can show people the golden necklace that your grandmother gave you that's actually from Wales, right? Yeah. And it's just a picture of it and it's been digitally uploaded, but it's in the little safe in your house. Like who's, you know, you actually own that. And the certificate of that NFT in your little digital house proves that you own it. Well, how is that not real now? Technically kind of is right. We're getting to this weird funky place with uh, the metaverse and stuff. It's super strange. I don't and you know. You and I were just talking about, you know, reality being in the eye of the beholder. If everyone yeah. is on the same page and they're all, coexisting in this digital yeah. realm together and they're all indulging or speaking and using the same tools yeah. and doing the same things together yes i mean technically that's happening kind of it's right it's really it's happening exactly yeah there's no record because they're not physically touching each it. other they're not physically hanging however out. it does indeed yeah you happen. are engaged and i'll tell you right now when my son i let my son play he loves it it's so much fun i think that hiding stuff or, or restricting stuff from your children is more damaging than not, especially if the rest of the world is partaking. You need, they need to at least understand what it is and what's going on and shit like that. You know, you need to know what's going on out there. You can't just don't do this and don't, cause then eventually they will be exposed to all of it and they're going to be like, what? And just not have any grasp on it whatsoever. You know, um, I was involved in an NFT poker night the other night. Uh, it was for the Corkies. Yes. Corkies NFT. Go look them up. On OpenSea, Q-U-I-R-K-I-E-S, NFT, on uh, OpenSea. But I was involved with them because I hold for them. So I got signed up for a poker night. Kuda, my, my homie who holds a bunch of corkies as well, ex-Kuda, he, uh, he was like, yeah, dude, poker night, let's go, get in. So I signed up. I had, there was like a few minutes left. I'm such a fucking procrastinator. But <laughs> I get in there, and it's free sign up. They give you 20000 in chips, and, you know, it's fake money, but it's just to play. It's just to game money. But if you win, you get a Corky, and the Corkies are, like, worth Ethereum, you know, a lot of money. <laughs> so we're going. I'm playing it smart. Check, check, check this, that, you know, a couple bets. I'm calling when, you know, when it's small. Then I get to, like, a decent hand, and then I lose a decent hand. I'm like, fuck. And then <laughs> I get to a little bit better hand. And on the third card, I get, I already have, no, on the fourth card, I already have a full house. Yay. Uh, what is it, tens and kings? Two kings, three tens, I believe. You betcha. Yeah, something like I that. I can't remember what I, I have. The, remember. I have the picture on my phone. I'm going to post it after this so you guys can <laughs> see it, know what I'm talking about. That's because I took a picture. And uh, 
So I fucking go all in. Dude's betting big. I bet I bet with him, and then he bets bigger, and I go all in. I'm like, here we go. Remember, I was showing you guys. I was like, here we go, dude. I'm gonna fucking. Boom. He hits me. He, I don't know what he had. His cards didn't show. I think he had higher. He must have had aces or something. But he took my shit, dude. Took it. I lost. I was in the game for what ten minutes tops. Yeah. But it shout out to like... my boy Kuda. There was another poker night, and he won too. He won yeah. one Corky, and then he won enough Ethereum that they sent him to buy another one. So he got it. Nice. Um, it's real, man. I don't know if you guys are ever interested in looking at it and fucking around with it, but the NFT space is real. I encourage you to check it out and look into it, but be safe. It is a completely lawless, open territory. People get shit stolen. I've had friends shit stolen out of their wallets. You got to be really careful. They you got to do your research. It is. It is a pirate market, and that the the website OpenSea, like that's legitimately what it is. You know, yeah. you just. I mean, they send emails to you, and then you click on them, and then it, they fucking take your stuff because you basically signed an authorization. It, it's scary. The best thing to do is to get into the project, know the project through Discord, figure out, mint directly from website, and hold your wallet, and don't ever tell anybody about anything. It's scary, but it's freedom. It is. You're able to do and trade however you want to. I've personally watched people make thousands of dollars in hours just by making good moves. You could yeah. buy something that's point zero zero one Ethereum, which is only a couple of dollars. And in a matter of hours, depending on the pump and depending on the hype and the and whatever, you know, tools are coming with that product, you're making thirty two hundred. And if you bought five of them, it's thirty two times five. If you bought ten of them, it's you know, thirty two times 10. it's it's a big deal. It's high stakes game. Um, I'm just I'm fucking pumped right now. I'm excited. I'm just excited that we're doing this. I'm excited to be doing an open mic next week. I ha- I was like, the first the first episode we did of this, I was nervous. I was really nervous. I was yeah. like, it wasn't very good to be honest. <laughs> it really wasn't that good at all. But I'm getting I'm you know the second episode was called I've got my sea legs because I felt like I I'm standing now. I'm all right. I could do this. I could talk to you guys and not really worry too much. But I feel like every episode I'm getting a little bit better. I feel more comfortable, and uh, I'm ready to get up on stage. I'm excited. I have fucking material written down. I have shitloads of concepts that I haven't completely written out yet, but I have stuff I want to do. I have ideas in my head that won't go away. I, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. And I want to be I – told, I told this to Boopus the other day. I'm not going to be the, the kind of person who's, like, getting scared before they go up on stage. I want to be a fucking pit bull before I go up there. I want to be, like, so ready to go on stage that it's, it's hurting me. I want to I get up there and I want to kill every fucking time. I know I'm going to bomb sometimes, and that's going to be fine. Those are all learning moments, you know? But I just want to get up there. I want to do it. I want to be the kind of comedian when they show up to like, fuck, this guy's here again, dude. He fucking kills it every time. You know what I mean? That's what I want to be. That's what I'm thinking about lately. I'm not, I'm not being introspective this time. I'm, I'm fucking going out there to kill. I'm ready to go. All right. What do you think? You ready? I'm ready. Are you nervous I, for me? I am a little nervous. I'm not fucking nervous. I mean, I'm not nervous for you because I know you can take it on the yeah. chin. And even if it doesn't go well or if it gro- goes yeah. great, I think that both situations will be <laughs> a great learning experience. If they don't laugh, I'm be like, why did you guys not laugh? <laughs> I'm still like, oh, come on, come, come up here. Let's talk. No, right. I, I won't do that. No, but I'm, I'm just pumped, dude. I'm pumped. I'm going to do this shit. Next week, I'm signing up at it's noon. Happening. I'm doing it right away, and we're going out there at like 7 or 7.30. I mean, we got they're, babysitting they're lined get, up. We're doing this shit. They're going to get this episode. Let's go. And then two days later. Mm-hmm. You are going to go do. I'll post your some first... Instagram live stuff. I'll, I'll like while we're there, you know. I'll take some pictures and shit, and post some live stuff outside, and okay. let them know we're doing this. It's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? We. I was supposed to do open mic, uh, but I wasn't able to for 
a couple of different reasons, but I'll be able to get on in either a week or so when we found some other clubs that I can get to also. But we did go. Oh, we went. We, we did went. go. It was fun. But yeah, we went, dude. We went to Comedy on State yeah. out in Madison, Wisconsin last night. Oh, yeah. It was it great. Was, it was so much fun. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we got babysitting, our good friend, and we drove, which and, so and Madison's almost an hour away. It's about 50 minutes. That's and a big step for us, guys. Dude, it's <laughs> been, I'm not kidding you, the last time we went out just us, without a child with us, was a long time, right? At least two uh, years. At least more a couple of years. years. Right, yeah. It's been a long time. More than <coughs> so three. it's hard. It's hard to do it. Um, and we have a little one right now who just turned, you know, he's just passed a year. And uh, we went an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> we went an hour away to go see a comedy show. That's and how it worked out great. You know, he, he was asleep when we left, and our babysitter got here. And it's a good, trusted friend. I want to say her name, but maybe... No. Wait, no. Okay. It's a good, trusted friend who we absolutely love, and uh, so we were cool. And our son Arlo was here as well, who's 10. He's a great help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But it worked out well. He's an he, uh, you know, excellent helper. Augustus was asleep, and he stayed asleep the entire time, and we got to enjoy a comedy show. Uh, yeah, it went perfectly. Boopus did have a little bit of trouble when we were first Shut on our up. way out there. She, <laughs> she was, like, having anxiety, man. Oh, yeah. Pretty rough. You were, like, you were literally clenching the door thing. I was. <laughs> the top door okay. thing. Okay. I was a little. You were cool, though. You were yeah. cool. And then we were, we were able to calm it down. What did we do to calm it down? <laughs> we sing Encanto songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we watch Encanto all the time. I know we talked about it on one of the episodes. Oh, God. But we watch it all the time with the kids, you know? And uh, yeah, I was like, we were driving and we we're listening to some music and we're talking. <clears throat> and everything's fine but I could tell she's like nervous you know and I am too but she's like way more okay. way more tense it's so dumb but it's it's this like weird thing and <laughs> I it's when I'm not driving I'm I have control issues there mm-hmm. may be a thing there but oh, when yeah. I'm not the driving makes you nervous too when I'm not driving and there's like merging there's trucks there's like when when you're on a freeway and there's like mm-hmm. people around you it's just I start having really bad anxiety, yeah. man. You start tripping. And you don't do. you don't drive on the highway anymore. No. Well, out I, here I, you I guys for my California friends. For my California friends, man, out here it's entirely different. I got to drive about an hour away before I get into anything that's like a freeway, like More 880 or lanes. 580, anything that's even like that. Which is not. It's it ain't shit when no. you get out there. Milwaukee's all right. You know, reminds yeah. you of San Francisco a little bit, Milwaukee's but a lot not really. Like San Francisco. It's not nearly as bad. There's mm. not nearly as many people, There's as many cars, but <clears throat> it is. You know, it, she doesn't drive all San the time Francisco's on the highways. Bad. San Francisco is awesome, but it's just like hard to get around. Oh no no no! <laughs> I'm talking about the traffic. It sucks. It's yeah, the it's worst. terrible. <laughs> Speaking of different places. Uh, dude, we got a UK, we got UK listeners and Germany listeners. That's dope. I mean, we are the number one podcast in the world, so makes sense. But uh, my ancestry says I'm very German. Yeah. Yeah. Super German or what? Yeah. I'm like 22 percent Irish. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, and uh, 18 percent English. Yeah. And then 16 percent German. 
Damn. English, Irish, and German. Yeah, the ancestry keeps changing. I'm just, I'm Mexican and Italian, and then third is uh, Spanish. Yeah. I'm going to do some jokes that are just one-offers. <clears throat> I started writing these back in April, so they're going to get better as it goes on. You heard some of these. They're not great. I walked into the library the other day and walked right the fuck back out. They say you're not supposed to talk about sports, religion, or politics at work. So I asked my boss, you see Jesus catch that football last night? It's too bad he's a Republican. My wife is taller than me, but it doesn't bother me at all. The last time we fought, I beat her ass. I tried to talk to my dad about crypto the other day. He replied, first of all, son, it's blood's on mine. I grew up in a religious cult. It was mostly popular in the early 90s. You might remember it. It was called the Barney Fan Club. They sent shit to my house all the time. There were purple dinosaurs at my door every day. Speaking of dinosaurs, I saw three transgender dinosaurs walking out of a IHOP the other day. I thought to myself, hmm, just probably getting some breakfast after a long night of having tranny sore ass sex. Trannysaurus rex. What sound does a mouse make? Meows. Hi, <laughs> thanks for having me. I just left my wife and kids, so I needed somewhere to hide. I saw the sign-up sign-out sheet. A sign-up sheet outside said open mic, so hi, my name is Tyler. I just left my wife and kids. We're actually pretty new to Wisconsin. Well, three years, but with the pandemic, you know. We got here, and I kept seeing people filling up their ride-on mowers at the gas station. That's different for us. We're from California, so we don't see that back home. And the first time I saw it, I said to my wife, I nudged her, and I said, Hey, honey, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Then the town tornado alarm started going off, and I was like, wait, are we in fucking Kansas? Okay, okay, have you, ever, have you heard of the dating app Hinge? It's a revised version of the previous model, Unhinged. The app where bipolar schizophrenics get a chance to meet up and have public meltdowns, and sometimes a possible life-ending scenario with the police. Hey, it's good to be here. I was supposed to be at home popping Molly and listening to Doja Cat, but my connect flaked on me. But this is cool, too. I was wiping my butt the other day after pooping. And uh, when I was wiping, I got the chills. I hope I didn't turn gay. My wife would be pissed. They say if you leave a plastic bottle, plastic bottle of water in a hot car for too long, it becomes bad for you. To which I say, bullshit. I drink those all the time, and I'm never thirsty. Can't hear too great of my left ear, but again... Never thirsty. Is it just me or does Kingdom Hearts seem like a young child's acid trip? You're just like, Goofy? Donald? What the fuck? Hey guys, what does this giant ass key do? The latest iPhone software update has an option to also install the social justice add-on or DLC. This feature has a keyboard that won't let you type out straight, white, or male. Which would be fine, but my Tinder profile now says Crooked Cream Boy, which isn't helping. <laughs> okay, that's all. Okay, guys, there was a couple jokes for you. Thank you for listening again to the podcast. This is my podcast, my comedy podcast. I'm going to do something, I swear, where you follow along with me as I try to become a comedian. Thanks again to Boopa Stay for being here. Again, the music at the end and the beginning is Lucas Duke James, who's got an album coming out in September and a music video, so look for him. Listen to him on Spotify and Apple, just like this podcast. Share it with your friends and let everybody know. Thanks. We love you guys.